It is an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the estate planning and government assistance laws are quite complex and ever-changing, how do you keep track of them all? Through elder law attorney Michael Cohen. He's there for you to answer any of your planning questions in a way that you and your loved ones will easily understand. Mike has devoted his entire career to dutifully informing and protecting our parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, anyone in need. Join us now to learn more about estate planning essentials with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here now are Michael and Don. I welcome you once again to another Estate Planning Essentials program. My name is Don Carver, Jr., the co-host of this show that I have been co-hosting with for almost 10 years now with the Honorable Michael Cohen. And our job every single week is to safely protect your family, your assets, and you through Michael's wisdom when it comes to estate planning. I'm sitting with Michael again today. And Michael, please say hello to the audience. Hi, Don and the audience, and I wish all a healthy and happy New Year and happy holidays as well. Thank you, Michael. Um, when you say holidays, that only uh, implies Annika, Christmas, New Year's. It implies December, and that means it's the end of the year. It's not only cold, college football coming to an end, football, NFL playoffs next month. Um, it's amazing that 2022 is over and 23 is just weeks away, but... This is an important time, not that you're a tax planner or financial planner, you're an estate attorney, and you do planning for people's estates, and with the end of the year being imminent, you want to discuss some end of the year options and strategies with our audience. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of times everything's kind of connected, whether you pay less income taxes or you do things for estate planning for when you pass. Uh, there's lots of different things that are kind of connected. Probably, uh, like you said, an accountant or financial advisor may probably be uh, better versed in some of these areas. So, But still, we have to discuss these things, and often we talk about these things with clients just uh, as part of their plan. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things to, you know, so some of the things are, like, like I said, on income tax, uh, Let's say you wanted to reduce the size of your estate or you wanted to increase the um, uh, less amount or I say increase the amount of your deductions uh, so that you'll have less tax. So, for example, if you're charitably inclined, a lot of times people at the end of the year want to give to their favorite church or charity. um, But and there's limits. uh, They want to be able to get a deduction. So uh, a lot of times if you're uh, if you give more than the standard deduction, the standard deduction, uh, you you would need to itemize to be able to get the charitable deduction. Uh, To do that, a lot of times, and quite frankly, I personally a lot of times do this, you bunch your charitable deductions. In other words, you might double the amount that if you have a certain favorite charities that you give to, uh, you might double that one year and maybe do less the next year so you could get more than the standard deduction. Uh, the standard deduction, uh, I think, is in 2022, if somebody was single, uh, that means the deductions would have to exceed uh, $12,950. Uh, and if you're married, you double 
that to I think it's twelve thousand twenty five thousand nine hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, I think there's all yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're giving to, so a lot of times people want to give to a charity to get the charitable deduction. Uh, now, if you're older, and when I say you're older, if that means if you're over 70 and a half, um, there's another thing, you know, you're required to make distributions out of your IRA. If you have an IRA, you know, a lot of people get confused and say, oh, I, whenever I, I had somebody ask a question, oh, if I wait until I'm 72, so if you were 70 and a half before January 1st, 2020, you have to make required minimum distributions hmm. uh, ever since that time uh, for uh, you're required. So in other words, things grow tax deferred. Your IRA goes tax deferred. Your 401k goes tax deferred. Um, and then when you so they're encouraging you to save for retirement, but you get taxed. When you take out of your IRA or your 401k, uh, a lot of people get confused by that. They think that you just never get taxed. But no, you do have to pay an income tax, but there is growth. And it's not capital gains, it's income. So it's not something, if you had a stock that appreciated, uh, then you don't have to pay capital gains tax. But when you take out of an IRA, you get income tax. Mm. Uh, By the way, you can take out of an IRA um, if once without penalty and excise tax, once you're 59 and a half. Uh, and then if you, now, if you took out before you're 59 and a half, other than some of the exceptions under the CARES Act that would happen during COVID, uh, then you have an excise tax of 10%, an additional tax. And if you're over the 70 and a half and you didn't take out that, or maybe 72, depending on your year of birth, then you have a 50% excise tax if you didn't take out of your IRA. So I had somebody in my office this week, I said, and he was like 90-something years old. I said, you got to take out. <laughs> you got to take <laughs> <Right>. out. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, so a lot of people don't realize that, oh, gee, you mean I have to pay income tax? So, well, let's say you don't need the money, and you do have that favorite charity. If you are over 70 and a half and you t- had to have a – Instead of taking that, let's say, the required minimum distribution, you could have what's called a qualified charitable distribution. So you say, I want to go to, to the extent you want to, go to the directly to the church or charity, and you will not pay the income tax. So it's not a charitable deduction. Mm-hmm. You just won't have to pay the tax. And the amount that you give uh, up uh, without that income taxation, not that most people do this, is $100,000 in a year. Okay, so, so does that mean then, Michael? Does that does that break it down to, in simplified terms, either give it to the government or give it to a charity? Well, if I took out of the IRA and gave it just to myself, mm-hmm. and then gave to the charity, I get income taxed. I might not even get that charitable deduction if I didn't have it itemized. If it wasn't over that standard deduction. Okay. So if you know what your charities are going to be, and you don't want to pay, and you don't need the income, um, then you just have it directly to the charity, so you don't okay. have to pay that income tax. Does that make sense? It makes perfect uh, sense. Thank you. Now, you can't do the qualified charitable deduction to a donor advised fund. Uh, donor advised fund, a lot of time people, um, let's say you don't, they have a lot of different charities and you just don't know who you're going to give it to. Uh, and you give a certain lump sum to this donor advised fund. And then once you give to the donor advised fund, that's the charitable contribution for that particular year. 
and then it could be that the distribution could come from the chair from the donor advised fund to the next year or one other year, some other later year, but you don't get the deduction then. You get it when you put it into the donor advised fund. But you can't make the qualified charitable uh, distribution uh, to the of the IRA directly to a donor advised fund. Uh, but okay. so that's one exception to the rule. Okay. Um, another thing that some people do as far as um, giving to charities is they give appreciated stock. You know, if I had, let's say I had Google stock that had appreciated and I sold my stock and then gave the money to the charity, well, then I'd have to pay capital gains tax. But if I gave that appreciated Google stock directly to the extent that I wanted to 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 the charity, then I don't pay the capital gains tax. And by the way, neither does the charity. So, uh, so that's kind of a thing that another tactic that people do toward the end of the year, uh, if they wanted to see the charity benefit and they don't have to pay the capital gains tax. And that is your goal. It uh, seems like e- each time you meet with any one of your potential or existing clients, and that is to make sure they pay what's rightfully um, the government's and keep what's rightfully theirs. It's it's very legal. It's cut and dry. It's uh, cut and dry. It's very objective on your part, and you just make sure that everyone does so legally, um, but that they keep every penny they possibly can. Is, is that not right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, most people say, look, I want to go within the rules, just mm-hmm. to, and I'll, I'll go within the rules. And this is applicable not just, you know, here we're talking about end-of-the-year planning. This is on whether it be on income tax or state tax. Uh, you just go within the rules, or it could be about Medicaid or veterans' benefits because they have rules too. Mm-hmm. And so it, whether it's tax planning or public benefits planning, the idea is, okay, we're just going to go by the rules, whatever the rules might be. If the IRS or uh, the government on Medicaid comes calling, we just say, well, here, here's what your rule is. So, and so that way you sleep at night and say, look, as long as I'm not – you know, um, if you're going within the rules, then you sleep at night. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and, that's, and that's all it is. And so you just save as much uh, as you can for you and your family um, if you, you know, as desired. Now, as you know, um, there's getting to be more IRS agents being uh, employed, so you have to make sure you go within the rules. Mm-hmm. So I guess the people ought to be a little bit less aggressive if they're aggressive on certain things. But uh, what we're talking about is not – we're just – these aren't being aggressive tactics. These are just going within the rules. Right. Um, so so if the IRS shows up at my house with guns a-blazing, do I have to be worried, or what do you think about all that? No, of course not. Well, <laughs> okay. I mean, if they come with guns a-blazing, I don't know about your house, but I'm not going to – I hope that I don't have to worry. <laughs> right. Well, I certainly don't worry if they come to your house. I'm just teasing. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's comical until it happens to you or whatever or me and those kinds of things but hopefully we won't get to that point but very helpful so far what other end of the year issues michael should we address well let's say on um that you want to if you're employed well obviously you want to maximize your retirement account planning a lot of times i know i have a 401k at my office employees could uh, get matched if they wanted to, and they ought to max so that they, they get basically free money that goes tax deferred. Of course, if if somebody was in a low income year, then they may, and if their income is not too high, 
then they could uh, additionally uh, consider converting a, uh, let's say if they had a traditional IRA, uh, into uh, something where uh, they have a Roth IRA instead. So mm-hmm. uh, for years that they're, because when you take out of your IRA, you get income tax, as we talked about. So uh, it, and by the way, on the 401k, uh, if you're under 50, you could, the amount I think in 2022 is $20,500 that you could, that the uh, employee could get as an additional uh, match. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's, if they're under 50, 27,000, if they're over 50, now, uh, and so a lot of times you want to max out your retirement so that the money grows tax deferred. Now, hopefully your money grows over that time because, as we mentioned before, you get income tax when you take out, and then it gets into the question about, oh, you know, are we going to give that money? Do I need that income later on? If I do, then I take it out for myself. And if I don't, well, then do I uh, give it to the charity uh, doing that QCD, the Qualified Charitable Distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do have a taxable state, a lot of times people, let's say you have a grandchild uh, and you want to maximize the amount that you can give without reporting to the IRS. Now, the annual exclusion, the amount that you give each year per year per person, uh, right now is $16,000 a year uh, per person. Uh, and so let's say you had a grandchild and you wanted to give to a 529. Well, um, they'll actually allow you to do five years at once. So if you did five years at once, five times 16 is $80,000. And if you're married, that's 160000 that you could provide for a grandchild's education without even reporting to the IRS. Mm-hmm. So that's if you had to a 529. And by the way, that works for a, a child as well. And, and actually, you could even do for now, it's not going to have to even be a grandchild, somebody from... Uh, 10 through K kindergarten through the through 12th grade, uh, you could even do $10,000 a year uh, for that as well uh, through um, uh, from let's say a 529 or whatever. Um, now, the other some of the other things that uh, you could have uh, besides conversion, you know, a lot of times that people don't realize that there's some different things that they want to encourage, you know, usually Congress passes these laws to encourage certain agendas. So let's say you wanted to uh, have a more energy efficient, um, you know, so that we don't use so much uh, fossil fuel or whatever. Uh, so, you know, people buy electric cars. And that's So if you want to go green, whether it's electric cars, when I say electric cars, I mean, I have a hybrid. That wouldn't count. You'd have to buy like a plug-in type car mm-hmm. to get the deduction. Um, now, actually, it's going to change next year for used cars. You can buy a used car that's electric, and, and then they'll give you uh, some deductions as well. But that doesn't happen until 2023. Okay. It could be solar panels or, you know, energy-efficient water heaters or heat pumps or HVAC type things. So if you wanted to do those things, they'd give you some encouragement to give you some deductions if you buy those energy-efficient type items. So some people might be before the end of the year, they may consider something like that. Fair enough. It makes sense to me that um, they would do that, except how do they produce the batteries? Um, I I don't want to get into politics, but it, it is confusing to say the least. And um, I don't know if they use electric energy to produce electric cars. 
Uh, I'm not sure they do, but uh, that's for another day for a different program for sure. Um, what's for today is to discuss uh, Michael Cohen. He's been doing workshops for over 10 years now, it seems like, and so that's hundreds of them, and they're outstanding. They're very insightful. They're free. They're in person. There's a group of 20 or 30 people that you sit with, and you all ask individual questions about your circumstances, um, anecdotal or universal that they may be, and Michael will do the best he can to demonstrate how intelligent he is uh, inadvertently. He just doesn't do it, do it to grandstand or or showcase his talent. He's there to help you. But you'll see in person how bright this man is, that he doesn't read anything. Um, he's uh, a trust but verify kind of person where you can trust him and then you can verify what he said, or you can trust him, he'll verify what he said. And then the follow-up meeting and the vision meeting, you'll be able to elaborate on those issues that he addressed during the workshop. And you'll see for yourself why he's my attorney, why he should be your attorney. And to sign up for that next workshop, um, understand the facts first. The next one is Tuesday, January 24th at 10 o'clock. And first, Michael, tell the audience where the workshop is and then what goes on specifically. Yeah, the workshop is at the conference center in our building, which is uh, uh, over by Medical City Hospital, which is in North Dallas. Mm -hmm. uh, close to Central Expressway, south of 635 LBJ. Okay. Uh, it's, so it's very easy to get to. Uh, and what we do is we say, what do you want to know? We say, what, it, what is it you want to know about either estate planning? Is it about wills? Is it about trust? Is it about uh, powers of attorney? Is it about Medicaid, uh, public benefits, long-term care? Is it about veterans' benefits? We never know what people are going to ask. And we say, what do you want to know? And then over those two hours of that free estate planning essentials workshop, we answer your questions and the questions of others, although there will also be a presentation. So it's no obligation. All you have to do is um, show up, and you can either listen or you can ask your questions or a combination of both. Uh, and you're, you'll see that the two hours are going to be very educational, uh, and the time is going to just absolutely fly by and you're going to have some fun along the way. Uh, it just it invariably always happens. And uh, so I think it's going to be something that's time well worth it. It's no obligation. And if you do go to the Free Estate Planning Essentials Workshop, uh, then we also give the opportunity, but not the obligation, to have a free one-hour vision meeting. So you get three free hours of legal education without any obligation. And we look at your own individual circumstance, whether it's just to review your existing plan or or whatever the situation it may be that somebody, a loved one, needs some skilled care uh, and you don't know what to do to protect the asset. So it's you never know what questions that people are going to ask. So that's why we ask. So every workshop is different. To sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop, all you have to do is call 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. 0102 or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com. I think you'll have some fun. And also, uh, I should mention, uh, even as, as we're approaching the uh, holidays, that you get a free KWM coffee mug, which I'm sure is the real reason why most people really want to attend. You're, you're really sure about that? You're going to undermine your credibility to that degree uh, because yeah, of that? I think it, <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I mean, the coffee comes with it too, if you want. But you don't even have to. It could be, you know, it could be just just the coffee mug. And so, right. you know, who could ask for anything more? People are looking for these last sec- second stocking stuffers. Uh-huh. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, there's some kind of stuffing going on for sure. I don't know about the coffee mugs, <laughs> but <laughs> nevertheless, um, yes, it's our way of thanking the listeners of this program and podcast for attending, um, for perhaps giving you an incentive to come in the first place, but you really don't need it because Michael's wisdom and insight are exceptional, and you will see for yourself if you attend his next workshop, which is Tuesday, January 24th at 10 o'clock. It's in the morning. It's after traffic is let up, um, and it it is really a worthwhile two hours, and um, you won't regret it, and most of the people that attend um, should or at least consider um, going consider going to that vision meeting, which is also a, a free hour uh, with Michael to address your, your private circumstances instead of those that you might bring up publicly. So sign up, dial 214-720-0102, talk to Bryce or whoever answers the phone, or dial or go to Dallas Elder, E-L-D-E-R, DallasElderLawyer.com. Our Dallas Elder Lawyer, Michael Cohen, we've got about six or seven minutes left, some final end-of-the-year ideas. Yeah, I'll tell you one now. I'll make fun of myself like I usually do, and that is um, I'll tell a story to illustrate the issue. Uh, you know, another thing that people want to do is to itemize their deductions by increasing their medical expenses. Now, you have to itemize to be able to get this, and to itemize, you have to, your uh, the medical expenses have to exceed 7.5% of adjusted gross income. So if you have your insurance doesn't cover, but, of course, the health insurance premiums, um, would be a medical expense or dental cost or other doctor costs uh, or hospital bills that are not covered by insurance. If you have a lot of that, then uh, and there are, depending on what your income is, because um, it's, a, it's a percentage over the 7.5% just gross income, you get a tax deduction. So I'll tell a story about myself. A long time ago when I was young, which and I tell people I'm an elder, elder law attorney at this point, I went to a... Uh, to the oral surgeon because I had some problem with wisdom teeth. And mm-hmm. so um, at that time, the law was going to be changing uh, from 2% to 7.5%. So I knew that it was like September of the year, and I knew that the law was going to be changing January 1st. The, um, the oral surgeon says to me, um, you have one wisdom tooth that is bad, uh, the another one that's iffy, another two are fine. I said, take them all out. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, the tax law changes on January 1, so I want that tax deduction, so <laughs> take them all out. And, he, and the oral surgeon said to me, you are my only patient that's come to me for tax planning. Well, anyway, so the, <laughs> the moral... The moral of the story <laughs> is sometimes you increase your medical expense deductions to be able to take if, uh, to take off, so you'll be paid less taxes. Right. Uh, so that that was my that shows you the craziness that I may have had uh, when I'm younger, and I probably haven't changed. Still crazy after all these years. Yes. Still young once yet. <laughs> my um, I my father, who will remain nameless, uh, really uh, is. I think he wakes up every day at over 85 years old now doing everything he possibly can so that the government, the IRS, does not take the money from him and then he can do with it what he sees fit, whatever 
he believes is best uh, for charitable reasons and for other. And it just seems like it's it's a crazy obsession, but it, it's necessary these days, Mike, because um, with these clawbacks and and the scrutiny and the watchdogs that are out there, a new 87,000 IRS agents being hired by the current administration, we really have to be careful and vicious watchdogs. Yeah, they're just going to take more and more away from us. What do you think? Well, I mean, the idea was to not increase taxes, so they hire more IRS agents. Now, and I, and I <laughs> imagine that you should be more conservative uh, when you do your tax returns that people are aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it should be also mentioned they're doing that gradually. So it's uh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be worried. I'm just saying that uh, it's, it may not be as bad as you think. Right. But, uh, still, uh, I mean, just you have to go within the letter of the, or you should try to go within the letter of the law, uh, at least uh, to be able to feel like you could sleep at night. So, um, you know, if your medical expenses were great enough, I mean, I know that that's not something that most people do, but they could accelerate the uh, medical expenses or other expenses, uh, like we said, whether it's the, uh, you know, charitable deductions or whatever that we've talked about earlier, if you have, and whether it's, uh, you know, if you had capital losses and that were exceeded your gains on long term, you could take off an additional $3,000 a year if that losses exceed that 3000 You know, people harvest their uh, capital gains and offset capital gains and losses. And some people prepay, just like on the medical expenses, some people prepay the uh, mortgage to take off the interest deduction, and some people pay their property taxes in December so that they. Now, of course, there's that limit. You have uh, ten thousand dollars a year, but still, the the idea is whatever whatever it may be. And some people plan for estate taxes as far as uh, giving or doing different types of things with their spouse to to reduce uh, potential future estate taxes uh, if the law does in fact. Uh, go down uh, as anticipated in 2026. All these different things are just different things that whether you talk to an accountant or whomever, but it all has to be considered in, in your planning yeah. so that you have more at the end of the day for your family, uh, if you're married, your spouse, or whoever it is that you want to uh, save money for. So the whole idea of planning is not really necessarily same planning, saving for um, uh, you know taxes. It's really more about protecting your family uh, you want to do whatever is best for whoever your loved ones may be. Uh, so uh, at the end of the day, it's really about, it's kind of like, uh, and you got to take care of yourself too before you take care of others. And so that means reducing the tax to be able to take care of others, then that should be part of it. So it's kind of like the old, uh, you know, on the airplane, the oxygen mask story about yes. you got to, put the mask over yourself first before you protect your child. Well, I guess that's the same thing for the family. you got to protect you and your assets to protect it for your family. And so you just have to know the different ways to have protection. It's a good good analogy. I like that a lot. 87,000 new IRS agents is going to cost us billions of dollars. So I don't know if that's going to work and if it's the right strategy. But it is what it is, and, and time will tell. But um, for the timing being right now, I sign up for Michael's next workshop, which, again, is Tuesday, January 24th at 10 o'clock in the morning to do so. It's a free workshop, and it's in person. Dial 214-720-0102, 214-720-0102, or go to DallasElderLawyer.com, DallasElderLawyer.com for the podcast, which is a uh, basically a copy of this program. 
um, for his newsletter and to sign up for the workshop. Dallas Elder Law Attorney, our Michael Cohen, I thank you very much, sir. Thank you and happy holidays to all. The record shows I took the blows and did it Leading estate planner practicing law for decades in Dallas, Texas, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the Texas and federal laws. The next step to that end is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com and sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on KAAM for eight years now, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate what could currently be a rather insufficient estate plan. Make certain that is not the case and that it is created and completed your way by signing up for his next free workshop today.